Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called The Girl with Feathers, an original story written for you by Rebecca Cunningham, the founder and host of Girl Tales, the magical podcast where fairy tales, myths, and legends are reimagined with modern, brave, and adventurous girls at the center of the story. For more about Girl Tales, tune in at the end of the episode. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and get every episode ad-free and a week early, subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or your Apple Podcast app. In case you missed it, Dan and I have a new show. On Stories RPG, we play games just like Starsworn with all your Max Good Name friends and Giga City Guardians featuring the brilliant Firefly. Click the link in the episode description or go to patreon.com slash stories RPG to get ad-free episodes, play-along games, and coloring books. We've already got a bunch of episodes over there, so check them out now. We have Stories Podcast merch available at storiespodcast.com slash shop. We're also on Cameo for all of your personalized video message needs, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at storiespodcast. If you send us a drawing of your favorite scene or character, we'll share it on our feed. Now, here's a word from our sponsors. Hey, grown-ups. On the Nintendo Switch system, you can team up with friends in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Where you can meet talking flowers. Life's full of surprises. And where piranha plants sing. And where Mario, Luigi, and Peach turn into elephants. Wowie, Sally! And where this announcer turns into a... Super tiny announcer! <laughs> That's not in the game. <clears throat> Sorry, got a little excited. Nintendo Switch, the home of Mario and Friends. Game rated E for everyone. Game and systems sold separately. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. The Girl with Feathers. There is a town called Amherst, Massachusetts, and it's known as the birthplace of a poet named Emily. Emily once wrote this poem. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. It's a lovely poem, isn't it? I think so, too. But did you know that the hope she was talking about in the poem was an actual girl named Hope? It's true. At least, that's what a little birdie told me. And I guess little birdies are known to stretch the truth at times. Even still, I'd like to tell you about Emily and Hope and how they met. It was 1861 on a cold January day. Emily had mustered up all of her courage that morning to walk out of her house and down to the office of the Hampshire and Franklin Express newspaper with a stack of poems in her hand. Emily loved poetry. No. She was devoted to it. Words would float to her on the wind, she'd put pen to paper, and all the world around her would disappear. Poetry was her everything, and no one in this town or in her family understood why she cared so much about it, which is why it was particularly scary to ask the editor of the newspaper to publish one of her poems. But she took a deep breath and managed to do it anyway. 
And this is how he responded. Your poems are sort of odd. They don't make any sense to me. Plus, you're a woman, and no one wants to read poetry written by a woman. Why don't you go home and sew something? Oh, what do you know? Emily muttered as she grabbed the poems and slammed the office door behind her. She was so frustrated. He wasn't the first editor to tell her no, but hearing it never got easier. The snow crunched under her boots as she stomped her way down the path back home, her head down in shame. On that same morning and on the other side of town, the young girl, Hope, had mustered up all of her courage to walk out of her house and off to school with her collection of bird feathers in her pocket. Hope loved birds. No, she was devoted to them. She studied them in her father's books, fed them in the mornings, sang with them, and dreamed of becoming an ornithologist one day. That's a scientist who studies birds. No one at her school or in the town understood her obsession with birds, which is why it was particularly scary to present her bird feather collection in front of her entire class for show and tell. But she took a deep breath and managed to do it anyway. And this is how another child in the front row responded. Liking birds this much is sort of odd. It doesn't make any sense to me. Plus, you're a girl, and girls can't become scientists. Why don't you go home and play with your dolls? Oh, what do you know? Hope muttered as she stuffed her feathers back in her pockets and ran out of the classroom. She was embarrassed. This wasn't the first kid to tell her she was odd, but it didn't make it hurt any less. The tears streaming down her face stung as the cold wind pushed against her on her walk back home. She kept her head down for fear of anyone seeing her crying. Hope tried to make it back home as soon as she could until... Thwack! She bumped into something, or someone, and landed on her backside right into the snow. She looked up in a daze. Her bird feathers had left her pockets and the wind was carrying them away. And amongst them were floating papers. My feathers! Hope yelled. My poems, Emily cried out, and they both chased down their most prized possessions, hoping they wouldn't be ruined by the snow. When Hope had caught every last bird feather and Emily had all of her poems intact, they stood there, staring at one another. Hello, I'm Emily. Hello, Emily, I'm Hope. I've never seen you around before, Hope said to Emily. I prefer to keep to myself but sometimes I'm able to muster up the courage and leave my house. It was a bad idea to do that today. Why is that? Hope asked, and Emily told her of what had just occurred. She told her how awful it felt to be rejected and about her absolute love of poetry. She felt no one understood her and that no one else would be interested in reading her poetry. Hope told her how she could relate and about what had just happened to her. The children at school thought she was silly and that she'd never become an ornithologist. Today felt like a bad day to have any courage or to share what you love with other people. You could show me the bird feathers if you'd like. I wouldn't find you odd at all, Emily told Hope. Are you sure? Hope asked. I'm absolutely sure. I was planning on wallowing by my bedroom window the rest of the day. This certainly beats that. 
Hope wasn't so sure she should. She couldn't bear one more person finding her silly, even if this Emily woman seemed kind. Emily must have seen the hesitancy in Hope's eyes, because that's when she pulled a piece of paper from her pocket and began to read. It was one of her poems. I'm nobody. Who are you? Are you nobody, too? Then there's a pair of us. Don't tell they'd advertise, you know. How dreary to be somebody. How public, like a frog. To tell one's name, the livelong June, to an admiring bog. The poem made Hope giggle. She guessed if Emily could be brave enough to share something she loved with her, maybe Hope could do it too. So she started to pull out each feather one by one and laid them down on the snow. She explained to Emily, This yellow one belongs to the male American goldfinch. This shiny black one comes from the tail of a common grackles. And this one here is my favorite. It's from a blue jay that lives in a tree by my house. Emily smiled and nodded at each feather. She thought they were fascinating and didn't think this love that Hope had was odd at all. She absolutely believed that Hope could grow up and become a bird scientist. A very well-known bird scientist, in fact. She would travel all over the world and discover bird species that no one else had. The tears started to fill up Hope's eyes, but this time they were the happy kind. Someone in this town believed in her. How wonderful. Maybe her love for birds wasn't so silly after all. Hope told Emily that she thought her poems were amazing and that one day they'd be known the world over. She predicted people would recite them by heart and carry books of her poetry to give them comfort. Hope told Emily that she would be one of the most famous poets to ever live. Emily smiled ear to ear. This child believed in her. Maybe it wasn't such a bad day to share what you love with someone after all. Thank you, Hope. That is very kind of you to say. Well, it's getting cold, and I think you should maybe head back to school, Emily said. Hope knew she was right. She put her feathers back in her pockets, and Emily did the same with her papers. They both got up and started to walk toward the school. A cold wind brushed up against their backs, and Emily paused. What is it, Emily? Hope turned around and asked her. Emily didn't speak. She just took out her pen and a new piece of paper and started to furiously write. When she was done, she handed Hope the piece of paper, turned around, and made her way home. Hope kept the piece of paper in her pocket with feathers until the end of the school day and read it when she was home that night. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. Hope and Emily remained true friends for the rest of their lives. Hope would visit Emily after school and they'd talk of poetry and birds and whatever else was going on in their worlds. Their friendship made it possible for them to follow their dreams, even when no one else understood. It was very difficult for a woman to do at that time, 
But Hope did become an ornithologist when she grew up. And while Emily never witnessed it while she was alive, all of her poems were eventually published. And she is now one of the most famous American poets that has ever lived. And Hope was a big reason why. The End Today's story, The Girl with Feathers, was an original story written for you by Rebecca Cunningham, the founder and host of Girl Tales. Do you ever wonder what would happen if Cinderella started her own rock band, or if Medusa realized just how cool her hair was? Girl Tales takes classic stories and puts a unique twist on them, giving girls the chance to save the day, use their intelligence and bravery, and show that they can be the heroes of their own stories. Each episode features a different fairy tale and a courageous girl who navigates challenges, faces her fears, and learns important lessons along the way. You'll laugh, you'll be inspired, and you'll even learn a few things about the world around you. So if you're ready for an adventure, find Girl Tales wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode was edited and produced for you by Andrew Martin and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Get ad-free episodes and early access when you subscribe to our Wondery Plus Kids feed on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop. Commission a special video on Cameo. Follow us on Instagram at storiespodcast. Or simply tell your friends about us. In case you missed it, Dan and I have a new show. On Stories RPG, we play games just like Starsworn with all your max good name friends and Giga City Guardians featuring the brilliant Firefly. Click the link in the episode description or go to patreon.com slash stories RPG to get ad-free episodes, play-along games, and coloring books. We've already got a bunch of episodes over there, so check them out now. Thanks for listening. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Stories Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids in Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hello! We're so thrilled to share that we've partnered with some incredible brands that we think you're going to love. Parents, if you're looking for items like a helper tower to get your kids more involved in the kitchen or fresh activity books to work on while the family is listening to their favorite podcasts, look no further than the Stories Shop. All you have to do is go to starglowmedia.com stories to check out family-friendly brands curated by the Stories team just for you. That's starglowmedia.com stories.